listen to nothing but Niners. This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits the right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks his hard tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Swings down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again. To the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boy Mike, and we are back, guys, with another exclusive episode here. Reflections, guys. Oh, I got the wrong damn name up there. I'm sorry. I clicked the wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't be me if I didn't mess up something in the beginning of the episode, right? Uh, but it is all good, man. We are here with our girl, Crystal Peachy. Y'all know her better as Peachy. Peachy, what is going on? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Talk to me. Tell me something about you. I'm doing fine. Just uh, trying to get through this week. I'm glad that it is just... Um, one more day left this week, and that's it. So if I can just get through this week, the, the, this next day, I'll be good to go. Yep. Right. I understand that. That sounds like a person with a Monday through Friday, five-day work week. That's exactly. what that sounds like to me. <laughs> Monday through Friday, nine-to-five job, except mine's eight to, I don't know, whenever. <laughs> right. Is what yeah. it is now, I, yep. I've, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> And, you know, now my job is supposed to be 7 to 3.30, but it never stops because uh-huh. your salary, they think they own you. They can do what they, what they want whenever they want. <laughs> yep. And they promote you to the supervisor uh-huh. position. Now I got 17 people who report to me and they work all day, every day on different times. And if they got a problem, I'm contact number one. So when when do I get off? You know, so right. it's, it's, it's a pain in the butt, you know, but I depend on the weekends to unwind and kick it with some 49er family. And that's where my solace comes from. The, the family in my household and then my extended family out there, uh, the faithful, you guys, you know, you, Wayne, my, my guy, Mose, you know, we, we do all this fun stuff together virtually. Right. So here we are. We're going to continue this little family reunion right now. We're going we're gonna to continue this meeting. And what I want to talk about with you is, what the heck is going on with the 49ers? Tell me about the first half of the year. Not just these last three games. I get right. it. You know, that's that's a little woe is me. But I think there was some positive to take away. What, what what are your thoughts on the first half of the season? Oh, there there was a lot of positives to take away. I was more than excited about how the season started. Uh, game one, Pittsburgh. 
what uh just i mean it was um one um i was there and so i got to um, experience that one live and just to like you could tell through the pittsburgh game even though they have like the best you know one of the best defensive players in the nfl and tj watt you know who did his thing because that's what he's gonna do but you know the 49ers had that game and um I was glad it, it it showed um that we were trying to get off to a hot start which is what we need to do so just winning week one was just really like made me feel great because of that and then week two was who was week two i remember black um who did we face week two you talking about who did the niners play week yeah two? uh wasn't that the rams no let me see hold on hold on now i'm trying to remember right uh week two was no yeah it was the rams yeah it was the rams okay so Mm -hmm. that's when we went to la yeah because we weren't home yet yet so um the rams game went kind of like i thought it was gonna go so you know it was a lot of um great moments in the rams game so it made me optimistic about the rest of the season just the 49ers i mean we had been starting off slow and then all I asked for on all my shows were, you know, for us to start off fast so we could get a fast start. See, and that's where I think we jinxed ourselves, right? The I think so, slow. too. Yes, I think so, too. <laughs> I really do. Because every year Kyle says that, you know, he wants to get off to a fast start and then we don't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we, we start you know, losing games and stuff. And but I. I I agree with that, bro. Like, I think that that's what happened. I think that we <laughs> that we might have jinxed ourselves by doing that. So then mm-hmm. week three, week three was, we were home week three, right? Yes, that was our official home right. opener against the New York Giants. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. That was a Thursday night football. That's what that was. So that's a primetime game. We were missing Ayuk mm-hmm. in that game. And that's when Ronnie mm-hmm. Bell showed people what he could do. Breezy says it best when he says that he he thinks he's figured it out that Ronnie Bell is the apprentice for Ayuk and not Debo. So when Ayuk doesn't play, that's when we see Ronnie Bell. So mm-hmm. he had a great game. So that Giants game was really, really good um, for Thursday night. And then week four was... Back home games. We take on the Cardinals. That's right. Arizona. Mm-hmm. And... That game right there was interesting because Dallas had just got like mollywhopped by by, um, Arizona like right before. So I went into that game a little nervous because I'm like, wait a minute, like what's what's going on with the Cardinals? They got something going on that, you know, whatever. So we went through and got. And it turns out. Same old Cardinals that they have been for a Same while. Old so that right, sorry ass Cardinals. Same right, old exactly. sorry ass Cardinals. And then week five, we all know was the, the the major major game that all the networks and everyone was so excited for. And I was nervous because we had won four, and <laughs> I was really nervous about this game. It's like I wanted to beat Dallas so bad yeah but yeah 
I yep. was like, oh man, could this be? Because, you know, like whenever you win like a bunch of games, they you're just like waiting for the shoot drop. And I didn't know mm-hmm. like what was going to happen in that game. And then pleasantly, it turned out to be a blowout, which was very, lost. very nice. Yeah, which, 42 to 10. Yeah. Like, incredible. Yes. Like I, I didn't imagine that. I, I know that I had a close score. I forgot what, what score I chose, but it was close. It was really close. I did wind up at the very end having us winning, but um, not like that. <laughs> the game was going to be like that at all. Right. It was a beatdown of epic proportions. So then, like, after that game, you know, I was riding high. I was like, you know, especially, you know, with the opponents that we had, I'm like, oh, you know, if we did this to Dallas. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's just keep it going. I think this is when we dropped our guard a little too much, right? Like we yes. came in here. Mm-hmm. I think we respected the Steelers defensive line. We knew we had a new offensive line. We were a little mm-hmm. nervous. Okay, we held up pretty good. 30 to 7, not bad. Yep. Some untimely sacks at the end of the game. TJ Watt started trying to take over, but we got it back under control. We held on. The Rams are a division opponent. A lot of people weren't worried about it. They we own the Rams. We're going to Levi South. We're going to turn that to a home game. Mm-hmm. And they did. And the score isn't really reflective of what that game actually looked like because they looked like they only lost by a touchdown. We remember the garbage time field right. goal and all that stuff. Yeah. It was like, y'all weren't really in it the way that y'all <laughs> wanted it to be. Like, we we started pulling some guys a little early, you know. And yep. then you got the Giants game, our first home game. But now, you know, reflecting on it, like, it's the Giants, right? Like, we right. beat them. We beat them bad, but it's the Giants. But this is where the NFL got us. This right here. So you start two games on a road. And you have three home games in a row. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to back road games. And yes. that's where you're gonna that's where you are right now. But you know, I think the high of the five and zero start, we all said we start slowing and heat up around week six right. or seven. Right. So imagine if this is what we starting at. Right. And we could, we could see in the games we were leaving stuff on the field. We weren't done. Right. We weren't even done yet, you know? And it's like, yep. there's more out there. Kyle saying every time he goes to the podium, mm-hmm. I don't care how many points we put up. I can see it. We're leaving stuff out there. We got to get better. We yep. got to get better. Fred Warner's going to the podium, holding the defense accountable. We got to be better. I understand what we did, but we left a lot out there. We're missing some tackles. We got to be better. These untimely penalties. And he, yep. they're saying all the right stuff. Mm-hmm. And then insert the Browns. Yep. Exactly. And it really, and and it was really crazy because, like I said, I was riding so high. And, you know, there was no Deshaun Watson, you know, and and I'm, and I'm and they're missing people on their O-line. And they just have all the these people. Yes. And so I'm thinking, oh, you know, this is a whatever. You know, he's going to fly past Browns. We're not going to worry about the Browns. We're just going to keep on going, you know, and all stuff because, in the Dallas game, you know, remember, like, we started sitting starters, which is something that we have not done in, oh, wow, I don't even remember how long. But, like, at the end of the third quarter, we started sitting our starters and <laughs> taking them out. And, um, you know, um, um, what was crazy about it is that there was some some people from Dallas, um, like, about four of them or whatever that were saying that they kind of got themselves all, you know, like smelling themselves, you know, before us. And it's like, we just kind of started smelling ourselves after we beat them like that. But Mike, okay. So 
in the player's defense, I will say this. You go and and, and meet up with a formidable opponent, it, even if it's at home, it doesn't matter. But it's still, you know, one of the ones that is, you know, projected to be in the playoffs. So we're talking about a Super Bowl contender here. That's where they're supposed to be. And you whoop up on them like that. Huh? <laughs> and it, it is only, only three and a half quarters, right? Like, right. Let's not forget, like it, it wasn't even a full three right. and a half. It was, yes. like, it was like three and a little bit, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so you whoop up on them like that. I was, I was smelling myself. Yeah. I'm just a fan. So I can imagine how, you know, the players were smelling themselves a little bit. Like, okay, you know, if we, mm-hmm. if we got through this huge Dallas hurdle, that game was everywhere. Everyone was talking about it. It was the game of the year. Like it was, you know, supposed to be kind of like that Dallas Philly game was the other day. It was supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be back and forth. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a beat down like that. So when you do that, that's just what I think happened. I think that they just thought they could just, you know, go on the road and take care of Cleveland without Watson, Cleveland missing, you know, a lot of their starters and just take them out. And then, okay. So then, then, you know, the Browns game, you know, you always have that awesome Cleveland defense with miles Garrett. Like anytime you play miles Garrett, you never know what you're going to expect. So that defense was ready to play us. Okay. So then the next game that we had was the Vikings. I would have never thought in a million years, that we would lose that game and not only lose that game, lose that game the way we did. I didn't rec- I really did not recognize that team out there. Like I don't know who no. that was. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was playing yeah. playing. And this again, game. you know, we, we talked about how you know the Rams game wasn't indicative of the final score. I, yes. I, I know if you look at the score, it's like, oh well, the Niners only lost by five. It was much worse than that. It was it, mm-hmm. it felt much worse than just a five point loss by it the Niners. Really I mean, was. it was yeah. it, it we really struggled to get anything going that entire game. So yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah. So so then um after that one, you know, it was like Kirk Cousins auditioned for Kyle or something. That's what a lot of people were saying because yeah. he just man. He was amazing. And that's something he normally doesn't do. Like he normally does not play that well, you know, like um, in the limelight like that. So that was really crazy. That game was. And then mm-hmm. um, the next one was Cincinnati. And OK, so it's really crazy because I actually had this game as a loss. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was one of my 13 and four. That was one of my four that I had because Cincinnati has a great team and, yeah. you know, a, a really good quarterback in a great, you know, wide receiving course. So I figure, you know, okay, it's Joe Burrow, you know what I'm saying? But I just didn't see the 49ers losing three back-to-back games. Those I'm like, okay, so we got because oh yeah. And then also the players were just talking about how angry they were and they couldn't believe, you know, they let this happen and you know, we might not have been focused, but we're focused now and we're ready you know, to go out there and make a statement, you know, we got to get back on track and this Bengals game, you know, this is the game we going we, we gonna get back on track. We know what we got to do. We got to go out there. And do. So I was just like, man. <laughs> so, yep. Wasn't it? It wasn't, no. it, and, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that happened and the dust is settled, right? Yes. We head into the bye week. Right. And everything is cool. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, what what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? 
And so right. it's how do you how do you feel? You step back, the emotions are out of it. Um and we're five and three, getting ready for the second half of the season. Take me mm-hmm. through your thought process right now. <sighs> I, I do feel like that um that we are going to to beat Jacksonville. Um oh. because we had a couple of things that took place. But there's just things in general that just is taking place and um through the bye. We got one of the top defensive players in the National Football League to join this line. <laughs> and um also are getting Debo back and our whole entire team like as a whole you know did you say trent williams your microphone was breaking up i don't know oh sorry it was like a trent trent williams Williams also okay yes okay Mm -hmm. so we got we got we we still got a pretty tough schedule ahead of us i'm not gonna lie to you um i'm looking at the teams that the niners beat giants just the giants the Steelers have a, a, a winning record technically, but they're not putting up a lot of points. The Rams don't have a winning record. Cardinals don't have a winning record. The Browns don't have a winning record. Let me just double check. No, the Browns, the Browns do not. I don't think. Let me double check. The Brown. Oh, yes, they do. They're five and three. Okay, so we beat the Browns. We beat the Steelers, who were five and three. We no, beat... we didn't. We didn't beat the Browns. We lost to the Browns. Oh, wait, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that, so that's the one of their wins. Beat, that's one of their five. <laughs> right. We lost to the Browns. Yes. We lost to the Bengals. Yes. Right. And then in the NFC, we beat the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We lost, we beat the Giants, and we beat the Rams and the Cardinals. So the teams with a winning record, of the five that we've played, yep, we've only beat two of them. Right. The Vikings have a winning record. We lost. The Cowboys we beat, so that's one right there. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the AFC side, we lost to the Bengals, winning record. We lost to the Browns, winning record. But we beat the Steelers. So that's where you get the two wins there. Mm-hmm. So looking for at the rest of our schedule now, the rest of our schedule we have... The Jaguars, winning record. Yep. We got the Buccaneers. We have the Seahawks, winning record. Mm-hmm. Eagles, winning record. Yep. Back the Seahawks again, winning record. And then we don't play another team with a winning record as of today until Christmas Day, which the is the Ravens. Another five games of opponents with winning records. Yep. How do you think this thing plays out? I think that the 49ers um, finished 12 and five. I think that we lose two more games. Um, I don't think we beat Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore, man, hey, I just don't. I just do not think that we beat Baltimore. Saw this, saw this crazy stat online the other day about <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And they said that he's only lost one game against an NFC opponent. They right. just don't know how to play him because they don't see him enough. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute. 
who was that one team? Like when when did that happen? Because I don't remember him losing. <laughs> like I was sitting here really like trying to figure it out. And I I might be with you. Christmas Day, I might have some coals. You know, I might I might have some coal <laughs> in my right. stocking. Cause I, I don't see it. I wonder what team that is that he who was that? It would have to be one of the good ones. <laughs> we'll look and see. Cause I can't Lamar Jackson versus um, NFC. Right. Cause I can't imagine Detroit, him. Arizona. See, oh, this is this year. I need a career. This it year he's three and no against the NFC. Right. It would have to be um Yeah. But um I have us finishing twelve and five. Um like I said, I think we'll lose two. I, I think the last one is probably just going to be one that I don't think the stars are going to play. I do think the stars are going to win the NFC West. And so I think that whatever seating we have, I don't think it's going to be like we're going to be trying to like fight to get, you know, the seating. I think it's just going to be wherever, you know, that, that seed hits. Um, I do believe that we are going to beat Philly. So I just do not look at that as being lost. I think it's going to be Baltimore. And I think the last game, because I don't think our starters, a lot of starters will play in that game. So that's what I have us losing two, two oh. games. So I have us finish 12 and five. Who, um, oh. who was it? No, no, I'm still looking. So it's um, one of these stupid yeah. articles that says like, click here to read more, but then it takes you to like a, a recipe or something. Like it's, it's, I hate, I hate the way things are, are, yeah, the way it's right. Yeah. Like everything is about clicks and advertisements and all that. So you lose, like. Yeah. But. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Yep. I have us. Uh, that's what I have us at 12 and 5. There are a lot of people that have us, you know, still at 13 and 4. That might be right. I mean, it's possible. I just have a feel like I have a really good feeling about the the Eagles game. I think that we're going to win that game. Because I think it's going to be the opposite. I think Philadelphia is going to be really, really confident and smelling themselves. And I think that we're going to surprise them and um, we're going to beat them. You think we're going to surprise Philly? I think that that Philly is going to be, you know, like overconfident. And I think that that we're gonna um, we're gonna not really sneak up on them because they know that we're a good team, whether they want to admit it or not. Um, I think that that they're that um, we're gonna we're gonna win that game in Philly. Not really. It was the Giants. Oh, was it? A Daniel Jones led Giants. What? That's crazy. (laughs) Dang. When was that? Was that when he first came in the league? Oh my God! Wow! What year was that? Giants versus Ravens. Oh, that was twenty twenty two. Was last year? No way. Twenty to twenty four. Yes, twenty to twenty four. He's eighteen oh and one against. God. So he was seventeen and one going into this game against the Seahawks. He's yes. eighteen and one. And Daniel Jones, two touchdowns, no picks. Barkley, eighty three yards in the touchdown. They what? they did big thing. Jackson was held to one touchdown, one interception. When was it? Was it like the beginning of the season? Was it at the end? Of the, you know what I'm saying? Because that matters. This was all right. So you were right. You said a good. Maybe you had to be a good team. The Giants were five and one going into this game. Okay. This was so. This was week six or seven. 
This is week seven. Oh, Nick you know Saban. what? That's um, that's probably what helped um, um, Dayball get coach of the year. Mm, I don't remember the Giants starting that hot. God, what's this the one? <laughs> that's why they paid Daniel Jones. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Good yeah, so Lord. That okay. is, that's still a crazy stat, though. That he, mm-hmm. he's eighteen, no, eight, and, one 18 and one against the whole, a whole conference <laughs> is insane to me. That is nuts. Yeah. That is a crazy stat. Like, just get me to the Super Bowl and we can we, win. They we can't just, we just don't don't do well against mobile quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. I mean Lamar. That's just a. Mm-mm. So. With the way that the Niners have been playing lately, and I understand Debo hasn't been there. I understand we missed Trent, but I, I, I'm not going to say it's a regression of the quarterback position, but mm-hmm. I think that there's some of the coming down to earth NFL, figuring out who you are. Now yes. you got to develop a counter, and we got to mm-hmm. give them some time to do that. But there's also like this, like I have a concern with Kyle's play calling and decisions, uh, lack of urgency when we're up against the clock. It's just little stuff like that. Um what changes would you like to see happen in order for the Niners to get back on track? Because I feel if we continue playing the way that we've played these last two games, right? I'm saying last two, right? I think that I think we were coming off of an emotional high following the Cowboys game. Yes. We kind of walked into a trap game against mm-hmm. against the Browns, right? Got you. And yep. even with that being a trap game, we were a missed field goal away from winning that game at the very end that's true right so, so we were right there <laughs> yeah. right as, as bad as we looked in that game mm-hmm. with the emotional letdown with the yeah. overlooking of a, of a team like we were right there still cool but these last two games were downright embarrassing i mean they, they were downright oh, yeah. embarrassing you let kirk yeah. cousins get you like that on prime time when yeah, everyone you can't, was laughing you can't at do that for kirk cousins because he's now right. looking like that on prime right time. You let him throw for almost 400 oh, yards on you. I mean, God, it's like yes. it's, you can't do that. And then you turn around. And Joe Burrow, like you said, like, you know, it was our home game. It was our first game back at home after a couple of weeks. But, I mean, we did a lot of traveling. You know, we went from we went from San Francisco, and then we flew out to Cleveland. And we went back home, and then we flew to Minnesota. Then we went back home to play the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals were, they were coming off a of bye week. They were just chilling. So mm-hmm. here they come, rested well. Yep. We're traveling, 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 and then they beat us the way that they beat us. Mm-hmm. Um, what changes would you like to see other than the return of certain players? Or or maybe you don't want to see changes, you just want to see them get back into the groove that they were in. But what would you like to see in order for us to be the team you we want them to be this year? I would like to to see um I'd like to see Kyle this this um running back situation. I would like to see him dispel McCaffrey with Mason more. Well, at all. <laughs> so, you know what's interesting? Mason. What's interesting about that is I went back and looked at the stats from the Cowboys game, and I think a lot of people forget this, right? But Mason had less carries and more yards than Christian McCaffrey. Right. So in that Cowboys game, Mason had only 10 carries for 69 yards. McCaffrey had almost 20 and 19 carries for 51 yards. And it was like, I think that's when fans started to clamor and say, hey, we need more Mason. This guy is averaging almost seven yards a carry. Mm -hmm. Like, let's see some more of that. And then since then, Kyle's just been like, 
I'm not going to let y'all tell me how to run my team. And Mason's been an afterthought. I mean, you look at you look at the Browns game. Jordan Mason had five carries, 27 yards, and a touchdown, five yards a carry, but that was it. Because you go back now to the Vikings game. Mm-hmm. Player stats. Not a single carry for him. Right. Not one. In, in fact, they gave it to Elijah Mitchell. And you go to the Bengals game. Player stats. Yep. Not one. In fact, they gave him to Elijah Mitchell. It's almost like Kyle's being stubborn. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's how I feel. And I like that you said, I want to see him more. So, I mean, what what do you think? Why is he doing that? It... I don't know. I refuse to believe that it is because um, Kyle doesn't know how to coach this offense when Debo's not out there and all that. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear hear none of that. Kyle is one of the best coaches in the National Football League. You can't tell me that one player that you don't have out there is completely thrown you completely off so much that you can't coach this offense and to get this offense going. And doing what they need to do. I don't believe that. I think Kyle, because if that's the case, then we have bigger problems than <laughs> just a few. Because yeah. that is, oh, yeah. that's, that's crazy. But, um, so I feel like that the reason why that McCaffrey might be, you know, like making these mistakes and the fumbling and things like that. I just think that, Sometimes with players that just want to be out there like all the time, I think that you just have to like save them from themselves. And I think that mentally, because I'm not going to say physically because I I know McCaffrey can, you know, that dude can go. But mentally, I think sometimes you may need to be like, hey, come over here and let him go out there, you know, and he'd be waving off and I don't know, whatever, just, you know, come over here and let, you know. Because McCaffrey wasn't doing this, and now he's doing this, and we can't have this. So I hope that um, Mason is is going to be more involved in this offense, and not only Mason that I have a problem with. You have – okay, so maybe you can help me understand this. What is Kyle Juszczyk's purpose now? Because I know what it used to be, but it's not now. It's like what I mean. I don't. I don't understand like what happened to that. Because when we used to, okay, especially Mike, since Debo had been out, I'm thinking, okay, since Debo's, you know, not in here, you know, then we'll just use juice that way. Because when Jimmy was here, I mean, we used juice that way as well as Debo. And it really just, I was like, what is his, like, what is he, he, he doing now? Because that's when we, we could have used him over the last couple of games, had Kyle have inserted him into the offense with those plays. And maybe it could have changed, you know, the outcome of these games. We're just switching things up. I, I've been trying to watch how Kyle is using Kyle. You should check, right. right? And I, I'm seeing some tight end work from him. Mm-hmm. He, he'll be in the backfield. He'll go to the line and he'll break yeah. out wide sometimes. And he 
he's kind of being like a bit of a gadget guy. We're not doing the fullback thing a whole lot, you know, um, but he's also a fullback, but he's also a tight end. Like they're just kind of using them all over the place. And I, I just feel like, I just feel like things are off the offensive rhythm and the play call. Right. Just, it's not making sense for a lack of better term. And right. so I'm, I'm just hoping to see things, you know, shape up and, and get right uh, for the rest of the season. And that, that, that is a really good point. It's like, even juice isn't being used the right way. And he doesn't look slower. He doesn't look weaker. It's not like he looks right. worse than any other time. Like, why aren't we taking advantage of this guy the way that we normally do? So I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm it's 100% um, it's with like you on that. that that one play that we had in, in the Bengals game where we had, uh, uh, we were trying to convert fourth down fourth and two or four. No, it might've been just fourth and one. I'm not sure what it was. And use was the one that was doing it. But the way that they were using him, like, why would you do it that way, though? Because that's not even. And so um, it just bothered me because I'm like, why? I think they gave him the ball. I think they gave him the ball on third down. Then we didn't get it. And they gave it the right. Yeah. On fourth Mm -hmm. down. Right. I think. And that's what that's when we were doing. Yeah. But it's it's all weird. It's like it's almost obvious. Like you're going to put the fullback back there now. Like exactly. You know, short down. Go like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I, would, As, I would like to see some more creative play calling, right. but maybe that does have something to do with the personnel, right? Maybe that game in particular did have to do with the lack of Debo and Trent Williams. You can't be too creative downfield because your offensive line is going to collapse. Right. You yeah. know, like maybe that's what it is. So maybe we just need to get healthier, right? And that's the other difference with the start this year. This is knock on wood. Some of the healthiest the Niners have been through the first eight Absolutely. weeks of the season. Yep, that's you know, true. We've had seasons where we missed George Kittle for three or four games to start mm-hmm. the season, and we missed uh, Debo to miss three or four games, yep. or you know, maybe he played in one or two, but then we missed him. I mean, that happened again this year, also, right? But yeah. you know, for the most part, um, we've we've had Ayuk. Ayuk has been the constant guy, and then he even missed a game. So it's right. like maybe maybe things got a little shook up there. I, I just I just don't know. I don't quite understand, but I hope I hope that we get things turned around. I'm gonna ask you this, and then I'll let you go. Okay. Um, the Niners have announced that Steve Wilkes will be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't say this is going forward. They didn't right. say this is all the time. They said mm-hmm. to start the Jaguars game. Do you think it makes a difference? Yes or no, and why? And then, what changes would you make on the defense, if any, or what would you like to see the defense do better? Okay. So, first of all, I am one of the ones that that does believe that it's going to make a difference with him being on the sidelines. I've caught a lot of flack for that, but that's, you know me. If I feel a certain way, I don't care what anybody else thinks. Um, But it's not for the reasons that people think that it's for. It's just that I feel like that when your defense is struggling – because apparently our defense is doing that. Well, at least it was, you know, before the bye week for those three games or whatever it was going on. Whatever lack of communication or whatever is going on, you just need to be able more or less to talk to like all the defensive coaches. Like everybody's got to be on the same page. They all have to be on the same page. That's the only good that I see out of it. Because when he's up in the booth, the one that he talks to is is Fred. Um. And, you know, so the communication to me is, is not, you know, the same because somebody is is out of sync. Like when oh. when when D'Amico was here, you know, everybody was all on the same page. They were all in one accord. 
there were some some plays like um in the Bengals game the one where um I forgot who it was anyway it wound up being one of the big linebackers was actually trying to save the touchdown to um I forgot who it was I know you know which one I'm talking about but anyway that um was actually the one that also made Kyle mad and that's when he said something about it was that yeah that one yeah 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 okay. it was okay. it just looked like nobody didn't know what they were doing yeah <laughs> it was just on the, yeah. on the zero blue play and everything right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that was just something you know everybody was just out of source there was nobody where they were supposed right. to be so I'm not saying that he needs to always be down there. I think that when you're trying to get your defense on the same page and all the coaches and, and everybody, you know, together and everything like that, see if it changes the communication the way it is. Because I get it that he's been in the booth the whole time. And back in the day, a lot of people were in the booth. And I get all of that. But when when you start off winning five games and you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender that turns around and loses three in a row – you gotta make some changes i mean you can't you know you just can't stay the same and i and kudos to kyle for actually saying you know like when he went back and looked at the film like he didn't even recognize that defense <laughs> so is that obvious yeah. right to to the fans it's also that obvious to the head coach like who right. are these people like what's going on here because mm -hmm. 49ers is supposed to have one of the top rated defenses and we just have not looked the same so when you're on the sidelines and you know sometimes that communication can be a little better i know a lot of defensive players that are happy about it and so that you know they have already came out and said you know that they're happy about it and it's also like when they're so used to things being done a certain way then sometimes you just have to I mean, you just have to, to to see what happens. Nobody said, just like you said, nobody said he was going to be there for the whole season. It's just that you have to have a five alarm on when you, you lose three games in a row, which is why we went out and got Chase, you know, and all the things that we did anyway, because I, like, I had said actually before Kyle did, like I told Wayne, I'm like, I who are these people? <laughs> what, what's going on here? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it looked like like I, I you know I, I said it during the show uh, with Wayne earlier in the week. You know, it seemed like the Niners were kind of going through an identity crisis. Right. And you know, when yep. you say who are these people, like I don't even recognize the product of what I'm seeing out here. Yes. And I I refuse to believe that it's all because of one player. Right. I, I refuse to believe that the offense just can't do anything without Debo. That doesn't make any sense to me. Me like, either. <laughs> you can't be the genius that you say you are if you right. can't do anything without one guy. And then the 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 offense, if the offense lacks and struggles and all that stuff, then our defense gets tired. And it's just yes. this massive trickle-down effect. This is a yeah. team about balance. Mm -hmm. It's all about balance. The offense has a long drive. The defense is well-rested. And they come out and pin their ears, ears back and go. Yeah. And if one thing is off, oh, boy. Oh boy, yep. it's bad quickly. So I like that you're gonna stick with it. You're gonna you change your you change your record prediction from 13 and 4 to 12 and 5, right? Yeah. I'll take it. That's all I need. Peachy, let everybody know where to find you. This is gonna be posted on Patreon first, okay. and then it's gonna make its way to the YouTube page, but this is gonna go on Patreon first. But let everybody know where to find you. Okay, so you can find me um on the Wayne Breezy channel all the time 
it's just Wayne Breezy and YouTube. They made it really simple for us now. So that's it. And time to time, you will see me on Nothing But Niners. So I'm always kicking it with my bros. And um, but uh, I'm one of these years, I'm going to get my channel together. But in the meantime, <laughs> I'm just Go. floating back Go. and forth. But um, yeah, on um, the, the Wayne Breezy, you can catch me on uh, Nitty Gritty Niners. Monday nights, uh, seven or eight is around the time we go. And then me and Breezy have one that we do on Tuesday, which is the NFL All 32, and which is also at seven. And then Wednesdays, we normally do a fantasy show. What's your fantasy? Also as well. And then we're trying to come up with some more things for me to be featured on shows too, on the Way Breezy channel. So um, you guys just stay tuned, man. There's a lot of cool stuff coming on we just got to beat these jags <laughs> yo we start with one game at a time we'll see how one it goes, game at man. a time right. we thank y'all for checking us out i'm going to play the outro so wayne can take us home but y'all know the deal prepare for glory anticipate pain but always remain, remain faithful faithful we'll see y'all soon peace we all gas no brakes pumped up no fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes, we never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we the number nine. Nothing for nice. Nothing for nice. Nothing.